This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Late Boomers, our podcast guide to creating your third act with style, power, and impact. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Join us as we bring you conversations with successful entrepreneurs, entertainers, and people with vision who are making a difference in the world. Everyone has a story, and we'll take you along for the ride on each interview, recounting the journey our guests have taken to get where they are, inspiring you to create your own path to success. Let's get started. I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Today on Late Boomers, we are so excited to welcome as our guest, the inimitable Santa Claus, everyone's favorite person at this time of year. Kathy, tell our listeners how we got Santa for our exclusive interview. Ah, Mary, I cold called the <laughs> North Pole and was fortunate to reach the head elf who freed up some time in Santa's schedule for our interview. Our previous entrepreneurial guests inspired me to reach out and go for it when you want to meet someone. That's great. That's fantastic. Let's give him a poetic introduction. The most famous one is, quote, A Visit from St. Nicholas by Clement Clark Moore. Quote, again, his eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke in encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. Well, I think we all know the physical description. <laughs> Let's talk to Santa now. Santa, first question I have for you is, what should we call you? Oh, well, thank you for asking. Very polite of you. Santa is okay. I, I, I'm okay with that. Mr. Claus, I don't like. It sounds like a, a Marvel Comics villain, you know. Oh, here he comes, Mr. Claus, the big lobster. He's going to put us in boiling water. You know, I know. Forget that. St. Nicholas, too religious. Father Christmas, too priestly. Chris Kringle. I have always hated that name, Chris Kringle. It sounds like, it sounds like Chris Christie, doesn't it? <laughs> Who wants to be mistaken for Chris Christie? And he's fatter than I am. Santa, how is Mrs. Yes. Santa? Mrs. Santa, she's the apple of my eye. Mrs. Santa, I love her. I've always loved her. Mrs. Santa is great. You know, she, she always looks forward to the holidays. I don't know, sometimes too much. You know, December 24th is the happiest day of her life. Uh, there's bonbons and wine and feet up on the couch and watching Hallmark movies, reruns of, of Desperate Housewives. She, uh, <laughs> she gets excited. She gets excited on, on that day because I guess Santa, maybe, maybe I'm a bit too much for the rest of the year. It's possible. You know, I get home. I'm not so sure how she feels. You know, she says things like, back already? So soon? <laughs> <laughs> nowhere else to be 
<laughs> you, you got a gift for me? <laughs> I do. I do. I bring her a gift every single year. A Yule log. Oh, that's good. Are yeah. you worried about COVID? Uh, you know, I'm glad that you asked me that question because people, especially parents, are asking me that question a lot this year. You know, they're asking if I'm going to be a super spreader. And the, and the answer is, I am Santa freaking Claus, all right? I tell them, no, 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 no. No, no. Santa is immune. You don't have anything to worry about from Santa. So relax. I am a magical being like uh, Cupid or the Tooth Fairy. You know, we are supernatural, not super spreaders. So yeah. relax, relax. The only thing I'm going to spread on Christmas Eve is love and joy and toys. And that's it. You can count on me. Santa, what precautions are you taking because of the virus? Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's tough. We uh, we're following all the rules, you know. We're 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 following the science. We're all washing our hands over and over and over again as we work in Santa's workshop. Very important. Of course, the water is very cold up here on the North Pole, but nevertheless, we're still doing it. We've got uh, we got to wash the reindeer's hooves, which is kind of disgusting. I mean, when you think about it, you know they. They, they, where they are in their pens, you know, it gets pretty dirty in there, but we've got to wash their hooves. Uh, we're doing the social distancing as well. Mrs. Santa and I are fine <laughs> with social distancing. Uh, we've been married a long time. You know how that is. It's hard uh, with the reindeer, though. The reindeer, they like to huddle. It's hard to keep them six feet apart. We had to make special harnesses for them, you know. We put masks on them also, which is okay. That's fine. You know, special masks, special harnesses. The real problem is, uh, I guess, they can't see like they used to. They're, with Rudolph wearing the mask, they can't see his nose. So they're going in all kinds of different directions. Left when they should go right, up when they should go down. It's a problem. You know, it's a problem for everybody. But we all have to, you know, follow the science, wear the masks, do all that stuff that they're telling us to do. I, I, I was angry with them, I must tell you, you know, with, uh, I was watching the drills and it wasn't, it wasn't happening. And I said, I said to them, you know, what are you guys good for? And one of them said to me, herd immunity. Can you believe that? Oh. Yeah, darn reindeer. Now the elves, the elves are a bit harder to keep apart, you know. Uh, the elves, the, it, it's very, very tough for the elves. You know, they're very, very small. I mean, they're little, tiny little creatures. Some of them, you can barely even see them. So for us, six feet apart is fine. We don't mind it. But for the elves, six feet, that's like, you know, like, it's like 10 blocks. Yeah, so, you know, here at the workshop, they're always on their phones talking to each other. My, my cell phone, uh, my electrical bills, my cell phone bills, huge this year because of the elves. Uh, and, and, you know, here, there's another thing about, the, about this in terms of the burdens, the COVID burdens. Working with elves is creepy enough, I got to tell you something. They're so small, they're so, they're so delicate. But elves in masks, that is really, really creepy. Have the elves been able to make toys as usual? Yeah, yeah, you know, they're, they, uh, they're getting the job done. They're getting the job done despite it all. 
Uh, they're keeping their spirits up. Uh, you know the way the elves are. They like to sing. They sing while they work up in my Santa's mm. workshop. I've always enjoyed singing with them. But this year in the masks, it's a problem. You know, I, I can't understand what they're singing. I can't understand it. It's it's like, and I'm going, what, what what's that? I want to sing with you. What's that? It's, 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 it's troublesome, you know? It's troublesome. So it, it, it all sounds the same to me, but you know, we're, 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 we're doing what we can do. The elves, uh, the elves manage to keep their spirits up through everything. And they're as ornery as ever, you know, they, most of the time when they're taking a break, they're, they are, they're watching those Christmas movies, you know, Santa Claus movies. And, and, uh, and they talk about them, you know, there've been so many Santa Claus movies. The problem is they talk about Who's the best Santa? And it's never me. It's never me. I say to them, what? why isn't it me? Why? Why? Why not me? <laughs> Darn elves. Make me mad. Santa, are there any yes. government programs for you this year? Well, the government, uh, the government hasn't helped us out directly up here on the North Pole, but, uh, but there are some things that we've managed to make work. You know, the government shut down the theme parks. So uh, Disneyland had to lay off their doors. I sent down oh. a private sleigh. I saw this as an opportunity. I sent down a private sleigh to pick up as many of them as we could. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, they jumped on the opportunity. So we have a bunch of them up here now. They're great workers. They don't charge a lot. Uh, we don't let them operate the heavy machinery, you know, because they're fond of the drink, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the way those, you know, those, those dwarves are. The, the elves, there's a little bit of, a little bit of um, conflict between the elves and the dwarves. Uh, they, they're not getting along like they should. The elves, they like to sing Christmas songs as they work, you know, Christmas carols. But the dwarves like the non-denominational songs like, hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off, you know the thing. Yeah. So the, so the dwarves and the elves, they argue all day long about what radio stations to listen to. I got to put up with that. You know, so that, 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 that's a problem for me. That's a problem. That's a problem. There's a, there's a natural rivalry, actually, between the dwarves and the elves. The dwarves, you see, the dwarves are from Florida, Southern California. You know? They like the warm weather. So they like to keep the heater on in Santa's workshop. Yeah, again, my electricity bill, they're through the roof this year. If there was a roof, they'd be through the roof. On the other hand, the elves, they live up here on the North Pole where it's cold. So the elves love the freezing cold. So they like to keep the air conditioning on in the workshop day and night. <laughs> so there's constant complaining and bickering about the temperature. Who changed the thermostat? You know, who touched it? I thought we had an agreement. It goes on and on. They fight all the time. But, you know, we're making it work out. It's the year of COVID. Everybody has to compromise. So there you have it. Yeah, well, that sounds hard to deal with. But I yeah. was wondering, has global warming affected the North Pole? Uh, well, you know, the ice is melting on the North Pole. It's, it's actually becoming, you know, a pole. <laughs> but, but 
But you know, there are, there are some advantages too. You know, the 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 main advantage, the main advantage is that uh, the value of Santa's workshop has gone way up, mm -hmm. way way up. It's it's beachfront property now. Fabulous. <laughs> And, and and you know we're compensating by building up you know like New York City, you know we we're not we're not we have to keep up with the time. So we got igloos here now that are 15, 20 stories high. They even have fire escapes. They even have fire escapes. For some reason I don't know why somebody forgot to pay off the building inspector. Not sure about that. The elves again, you know the elves. It's it's a problem. It's a problem with the melting, with the property becoming, you know, as as uh, small and abbreviated as it has. You know, when they line up six feet apart, you know, half of them are all in the ocean, freezing. Oh. Poor things. We've lost a lot of them that way. Yeah, I don't think they can swim. Santa, what motivates you to work so hard year after year? It's kids. It's it's kids. It's the it's the children. You know they are, they're so beautiful and they're the they are the hope of humanity, aren't they? Kids, I love them. I love them. I'm sorry for them this year because they they're all stuck at home. You know, but I miss having them on my knee. I got to tell you, we can't do that this year. It's the, there are new rules, but you know there's always a silver lining. This year my dry clean bills are much lower. Some of those uh. kids, you know, they, they don't know how to control their enthusiasm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Santa's not getting so many diaper rashes this year. You know, it's uh, Santa Claus with the diaper rashes. So that's not a pretty sight. <laughs> but, you know, kids kids are good. They, 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 they adapt. They can adapt to just about anything, you know. Uh, like the photo with the department store Santa. That's yesterday's news now, you know. They can't do it. Now it's a Zoom call. Which is better because, as you know, I have a lot of assistance for those department store gigs. I can't do them all. And on Zoom, the kids can't smell the alcohol on their breath. You know, so it works. It will <laughs> make it work out. <laughs> what are children asking you for this year, then? Well, you'd be surprised. You know, the kids, uh, the, the kids, uh, they want to go back to school. It's, it's get me back to school. Santa, get me back to school. You know, my fingers are killing me. They're texting all day. I'm getting arthritis in my hands, like mom. <laughs> I can't stand being around my parents anymore. My grandparents, they, you know, they're, uh, one of them even said, I miss the bullies. You know, so yeah, the poor kids. I feel sorry for them. But yeah, basically this year, they surprised me. They just want to go back. They want to go back. Well, aren't you giving toys to kids for Christmas this year? Well, we, we do that. Yeah, we always do that. Uh, sometimes I wonder, I wonder whether it's the right thing to do, to tell you the truth. I, uh, I've always given toys. Every single year I've given toys. I, I, look at my, I look at my life and I think, was there anything else I could give other than toys? Because, you know, Santa can only give toys. I can only, do, I can only give what I can bring down that chimney. If it's too big, if it's too intangible, I can't do it. I wondered about myself, you know, I gave myself uh, kind of a therapy, you know, I looked, I looked into that and I, I said to myself, you know, what got me started on this giving toys? You know, why is it always toys? I think that it stems from my childhood, you know, I never got anything. Other kids had things, they had toys, 
I never got anything. Mama Claus and Papa Claus gave me bear claws. That was it. <laughs> bear claws. Fattened wow. me up, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I knew I had to turn it around, you know? I knew I was going to be Santa. I knew I had to do something. I knew I wanted to do something for children. And then I thought to myself, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, you know, a diabetic Santa, that's the worst thing in the world, you know, injecting <laughs> myself seven times a day in front of the children. What, what happens if the kids see me doing that? You know, what kind of example would Santa be? So I decided to do something that would burn fat and, uh, and do something for the kids every single Christmas. I give away a million toys at a million places in one night. That'll do it. Burns the calories and fulfills my mission. Mm. That's how I got that way. I, I know. I went into my. I know. I went into the psychology a little. People are not interested in Santa psychology. What do you do the rest of the year then? Well, you know, the rest of the year. Uh, the rest of the year is, is quite different. I mean, you wouldn't know me. I wear the red suit basically only to meet kids, do parades, and go down chimneys. You know, it's one month a year. The other eleven months of the year, it's a it's a blue blazer and chinos for for Santa. I don't even keep the beard. Actually, I end up looking like George the salesman from Cleveland. I, 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 in actuality, I'm like any other CEO. You know, I sit behind a desk. I do a lot of paperwork. I take a lot of meetings. Got to keep the supply chain going, you know, very ordinary stuff. In June, maybe July, I start growing the beard again to get it ready, you know, for the big day, for the big night. Well, why do you grow such a long, bushy beard every year? Uh, you know, it's, uh, I hope it's not too long for you ladies. I don't uh, many of them like it. You know, it's, it's <laughs> part of... Uh, it's part of my thing, I guess you could say. You know, I, I, I need something distinctive. I was the original delivery system, right? I was the original international delivery system before UPS, before FedEx, before Wells Fargo, there was me. Now, I got my logo, right? Wells Fargo tried to steal my logo. Really? Yeah, can't you see it? Yeah, can't you see it? I did. I I I did reindeer. They did horses. Uh, <laughs> I got my sleigh. They made it a coach. I'm suing them. I'm suing them. I mean, I got this is my thing. I mean, I got my, I got my thing, and this is my thing. I'm suing them. I got my lawyers. I got an international law firm. They've got offices in New York, London, Greenland. They're the biggest. They're the biggest. This is all I got. You know, this is all I got, and I got to protect it. I beat Superman. We went to the Supreme Court in the 1930s. Mm. People forget. People forget. There he was flying around, you know, in a red cape with a big S on his chest. You see it? The red, the S? Hey, that's me. That's me. I established it with evidence. I beat him. I beat him. I let him keep the tight little red short shorts, you know, but everything else has to be blue. It has to be blue. Because <laughs> this is this is my the beard, the whole thing. This is my thing. This is my brand. This is my brand. Free delivery, on time, nothing broken, only the best stuff. That's my brand. I got to defend my brand. That's all me and Mrs. Santa got is the brand. I've been offered a lot for it. 
I got to say, but all for what? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me just tell you about this last thing. Amazon, Amazon would love for me to do their deliveries. They've, oh. they've, they've approached me. They've approached me. But oh. that logo of theirs, that logo of theirs, you know, with the arrows, the arrow pointing this this way and that way, they want that. They wanted me to put that on their, on my sleigh. Oh. They wanted me to put that on the sleigh. I'm not going to do that. And Telsa, Tesla, Tesla, Tesla offered me an electric sleigh. How would I break that to the reindeer, huh? You know? Mm. And, you know, where do they go after this? You know, what else are they good for? You know, reindeer glue? I know. Oh, I well, you know, friend. and the kids really look forward to seeing the reindeer and hearing them on the roof and everything. Are you ever going to wear a different suit or a different hat? No, no, I'm, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. This is my brand. People need to know. People need to know that 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 this is uh, this is this is me. Uh, I, I do. I do have, have some problems with Mrs. Santa uh, when it comes to the beard. <laughs> she doesn't like the beard, especially this year. She calls it a COVID catcher, which I think oh. is very. I think it's very cold. You know, she's <laughs> laid down the law. You know, this year I got to shave off the beard before she's letting me back in the house. Oh, very, very bad. Yeah, she also wants me to strip naked out in the snow and burn the red suit, also. Oh, very bad, very bad. You know, it's very bad. Are we ever going to see any major changes at Santa's workshop? Well, you know, it's 2020, and uh, 2020 is, uh, among other things, the year of diversity. And I've had to make the workplace more diverse, you know, so this year, like. Uh, we hired more, hired more dwarfs. Uh, once we once we hired the dwarfs, we had to open up the place to fairies. Oh. We're still getting used to them, you know. We're still getting used to them. They they, they float from room to room because you know, as you know, they have wings. I, I'm used to looking down, so so as to not step on any uh, any of the elves because they're very small. You know, the last thing you want is an elf on the bottom of your shoe. That's very very bad. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's very, Yuck. very bad, you know. But uh, so I bumped my head on a few fairies as they were floating in the middle of the room. They, they, they got. They also we, we have some trouble uh, working with them because they've got their own language. Uh, mm -hmm. We haven't figured it out yet. It, it's oh. very witty, very witty and sarcastic, uh, and they love disco music, which we thought would be a, a big problem because you know there's not a lot of disco Christmas music. No, it just doesn't yeah. admit. But the yeah. dwarfs were able to find it for them. You know, the dwarfs can get you anything, which oh. I uh, which I found out. Yeah, that could be another problem. You know, another <laughs> problem with the dwarfs getting you anything. I don't know how Disney puts up with them. Do you think you'll know. ever want to retire and let someone else decide who's naughty and who's nice? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> it's a funny question. I don't, I don't want to be cagey. Why don't you ask me in 150 years, all right? Oh. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to start any rumors. I don't want to start any rumors. I, I, I don't mm. want our mailboxes filled up with job applications. Look, mm. uh, I'm never going to retire. I'm never going to do it. I, I've been doing this for hundreds of years. And, and there are some knowledgeable sources that say thousands of years. No, I, don't know. Mm. I can't argue with them. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know one way or the other. I don't have that kind of memory. I don't have that kind of mind for math, you know, but I, you know, but uh, you know, we can follow the science and they're knowledgeable and that's what they're saying. 
I'm not good with numbers. You know, Miss Mrs. Claus asks me every year on our anniversary, how long have we been married, Mr. Claus? I know when she calls me Mr. Claus, I'm in for trouble. And I don't know. I don't know how to answer. You know, maybe it's hundreds of years. Maybe it's thousands of years. I don't mm. know. Feels like thousands. <laughs> but, I, but, but, but I've been at the North Pole forever. And I am going to be at the North Pole for another forever. Because this is my thing. This is, this is what I'm here for, you know. Now, the way the North Pole is melting because of climate change, I might be here bobbing up and down on a buoy someday, you know. Mm-hmm. Could happen. But I will always do this job. I will always do this job. You will always have the Santa that you have come to know and trust. And that Santa will always be me. You know what, Santa? Oh, before we close out, can you give us one of your trademark laughs? Your trademark, you're so no. famous. <laughs> well, you know, I, I have... <laughs> Before we go, I'll give you one of my trademark lines that, uh, that I think everybody loves, and you can all laugh with me. And, uh, and it's a good one, not only for the kids, but also for the adults that may want to be Santa. You know, everybody, Santa comes only once per year. You don't want to be Santa. Mary Elkins. Mary, Mary Elkins. Mary Kathy Worthington, it was a pleasure to be with you. (laughs) Well, our very special guest today on our Late Boomers podcast has been Santa Claus speaking to us from the North Pole. We want to wish you and yours a wonderful Christmas and very happy and healthy New Year. Thanks, Santa. Thank you, Santa. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on Late Boomers, the podcast that is your guide to creating a third act with style, power, and impact. Please visit our website and get in touch with us at lateboomers.biz. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Late Boomers, go to ewnpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here and that you enjoy a successful third act with your own style, power, and impact. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. 
Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve one million dollars in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.